Congratulations. Victoria's housing market has rebounded strongly this year. Hammers were falling once again. Buy numbers per auction are actually up on last year. Rates, of course, on hold again at 0.25%. National house prices were still rising. A man's home is his castle. And today, it goes under the hammer. Welcome to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715. Yes, and welcome to another episode of the Under the Hammer podcast. Thanks to Direct Connect. It is spring selling season and for agents or someone moving house, Direct Connect can help with all of those little details that are just going to make the process so much easier, like connecting services like the electricity, the gas and more. Help your agency out as well. Call Direct Connect 1300 664 715 to see how they can benefit you and your team. I'm Jay Neild, and as always, I am joined by Stavros Ambazidis, one of three co directors at O'Brien Real Estate and one of the best auctioneers in the country, the king of the pivot, as he has in this pandemic gone from doing his thing in front of crowds to doing it online uh, with online auctions, online inspections. Now, Stav, as I say, welcome to you. Did you feel the earth move today? We are speaking on Wednesday, the 22nd of September, the day that will go down in history as the day when Victorians went through the strongest earthquake since white settlement. Did the earth move for you? No, but uh, my wife, my wife was terrified uh, down in Mornington. Uh, she, she, I mean, coming from Greece, obviously we have a few earthquakes, so she, she jumped under the table. Uh, she was quite frightened. I was driving down Oliver's Hill where there is a fault line there, uh, and I pulled into the BP to fill up, and the lady said, "Did you hear the noise?" I said, "Ah, oh, yes, my GDS 474 kilowatts. I'm about to get it tuned." <laughs> uh, and she said, "No, the earthquake." I said, "Oh, sorry, no." Oh, you missed it. I missed it completely. Well, for us here at um, Podcast Central in the SEN building, the plate glass windows were shaking. It felt for about 10 seconds like I was almost surfing or standing on a waterbed and all the dividers and the office furniture had a good old tremble. So I can verify that it happened. Uh, Look, Stav, we're going to get straight to our guest today. I know you two have had a relatively long association. Our guest today is Scott Bremner, Senior State Sales Manager for realestate.com.au at the REA Group, overseeing sales in Victoria, Tasmania, South Australia and Western Australia. When I was stalking you on LinkedIn last night, Scott, you just made me tired and exhausted thinking about about the breadth of your role at realestate.com.au and REA Group. So welcome to Under the Hammer. Thanks to Direct Connect. And did you feel that earthquake today, Scott? Thank you, Jane. And thanks, Dave. It's great being here. Um, I did indeed. I was actually on a Zoom call to a colleague in Surface Paradise and um, I actually thought someone was on the roof. And uh, when it went for a bit longer than that and my kids started screaming, I, I realised that it was probably a little tremor that we were experiencing. And when it got to about the 22nd point, I, I realised it was a fairly major one. So, um, and as a demon supporter, I feel that it is an omen and it could be uh, the demon rising from uh, the earth's core. So um, fingers crossed for that. But yeah, I did certainly hear it and um, it uh, got me got, got me alive. And uh, yeah, it's, um, 
with with that and riots and everything else going on, it's a it's a strange old time in Melbourne at the moment. But but great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and for anyone listening outside of uh, the AFL Central, that is Melbourne, of course, the Melbourne Demons taking on the Western Bulldogs, not the Tigers that Stav Barracks for. Uh, they've had their turn in the last few years, but of course, no grand final in Melbourne. We're just stuck with uh, unions protesting, riot squads on the streets, and earthquakes while all the action is over in Perth, but you take care of the Western Australian uh, team as well, Scott. So is there a bit of a vibe happening in Perth? I mean, from what I'm understanding, everyone is pumped that for once Western Australia is kind of the middle of Australia. Yeah, they're they're loving it. There's there's a real energy and vibe in Perth at the moment. And, you know, they realise that it's probably their one shot at hosting a grand final. I think we'll see a real spectacle on Saturday. Um, I, if Eddie Maguire can't get into the state, I certainly wasn't going to try and get in. But um, uh, two years or three years earlier, rather, when M- Melbourne made the preliminary final against West Coast, I did try and line up a few business appointments, but um, guilt sort of got the better of me, and I didn't go through with them. But um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be an amazing spectacle. And my Perth team are, are, are up and about. They're they're taking some of our key Western Australian customers over to the to. Um, Opta Stadium on Saturday and uh, they're going to have a wow of a time, I think. But, um, yeah, the city's alive, that's for sure. There's a, It's a year of firsts across the board, Jane. Uh, the two loves that, you know, Melbournians have is auctions, real estate, obviously, and AFL. And for this on this Saturday, uh, for the first time ever, I've actually got a full book of auctions because the grand final is actually not in Victoria but it's over in uh, WA. And being a later day, uh, you know, time for the uh, the grand final, it gives us an opportunity to try and get a few auctions away. Um, now, before we get into uh, real estate talk, uh, Scotty, you are a bit nervous. You've painted the letterbox. I'll give you five minutes to talk about uh, talk about Melbourne because I know you are one, not only one of the best blokes, you know, just a great human all round, uh, but you're a mad demon supporter. Has it been nervous? I'm one of those supporters who... Um... I'm, I'm shocking to be around. Um, so my wife and two daughters and probably my staffy will, will depart the house for a period of time because I, I do get a bit wound up. Um, it, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a great lead up. It would be fantastic to, if it was in Melbourne, we could go to the grand final parade and all that sort of stuff. But as a 47 year old um, with a long line of misery barracking for the Melbourne footy club, I'll, I'll take anything I can get. Uh, I reckon the team is in, Really good shape. Uh, mind you, the Bulldogs, they look fantastic. And from the outset, I, I had them as the team to beat. So, yeah, I do think it's the two best teams. And um, uh, I, I and, and unless we're 10 goals up with five minutes to go, I will not claim victory because I know how things happen at Melbourne. And um, uh, I, I certainly won't, won't count my chickens at all. But, uh, yeah, very excited um, to, to make the big dance. And hopefully we can... Get the cup for the first time since 1964. Okay. Well, all the best, mate. I wish you, all the Melbourne supporters, all the best. And I think it's just a great thing, Jane, that it's two Melbourne teams, uh, you know, just being in the grand final. I think it's great. 
And has the Thanks, um, the traditional grand final satellite, I know there are a lot of auctions at this time of the year, but sometimes I hear people saying, steer clear, no, don't do it on, on grand final day. But with no grand final in Melbourne, have you seen a much bigger increase in, in auction demand for Saturday than you would normally have at this time of year, Stav? Yeah, definitely. So this Saturday I've got three auctions. Sunday I've got five, Woo. Um, which usually doesn't happen on, on this weekend. The other weekend that I don't do a lot of auctions is Cup Weekend. And I don't know whether it's um, whether it's uh, a lot of people you know, believe that buyers won't come. I think it's because agents like to take that weekend off uh, because it is the spring selling season. Um, but um, it's it's very active out there. On Saturday we had uh, an auction in Oakley South, you know, which uh, I would say would be the auction of the week. Uh, there were thirty-seven bids in sixteen minutes. It it fairly you know really exceeded the uh, the price. It was in Sellworthy number two Sellworthy. In Oakley South, um, I thought it was very buy-worthy, not sell-worthy, but uh, that's yeah, one of the uh, lines I used on Saturday. Corner site, and it was on. Mm. So, yeah, it was really on. Now, Scott Bremner is our guest today from realestate.com.au and the REA Group. Scott, love to know a little bit more about your company and your role at realestate.com.au. REA, as my little Google search told me last night, you know, pride themselves in being a little bit different, like just going that little bit sort of off the script when it comes to a digital business and working across three continents, 2,800 people changing the way the world experiences property. Does that kind of fit the bill when it comes to the REA group? Yeah, so that, that that's sort of our mantra. Um, and, and you're right, we're, we're sort of a market leader across a few different continents now. We, we've got um, businesses in India, Southeast Asia, and obviously the, the, the flagship Australian business. But, um, you know, often people say, what, what do you love about working at REA? And it really is the people. Um, it's the it's the innovation. They encourage us to to sort of take risks, and um, you know it's a, it's an incredibly customer centric, and it probably hasn't always been seen that way by a lot of our customers, uh, because you know we are a market leader. We we think that we provide really good value for customers, but with that comes sort of the more premium rates in the market. So um, you know we we do we do really aim to add value with every customer interaction and that's across residential, commercial, um, our developer line of business and our media lines of business. So there's sort of four key platforms. We've, we've gone into a number of different adjacencies, financial services, um, mortgage. We, we, we recently acquired Mortgage Choice. So, um, you know, we, we realise that we have to sort of differentiate and, and move into different parts of the sort of the property ecosystem and, and, I think that's probably what separates us from a, from a lot of competitors, and um, we do put the customer at the heart of everything that we do, and, and so much so that, um, and it's probably not widely known yet, but we've changed internally um, from being known as the sales group to the customer group, um, as a, as a sort of tip of the hat to how we want to um, really engage with our customers, provide value. Um, we we watch our customer sentiment scores really, really closely to make sure that um, if anything's flagged as not working, we, we jump on that pretty quickly. But, you know, Stav, I know, has has a wonderful relationship with Albina and um, Caro, who, who, who are in my team in Victoria. And, you know, it's we like doing business with with people that we like and, 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 and trust and respect and all that. And I would imagine that goes the same way back towards us. So we, we've got to be 
really sure that not only are we getting the most views to Stav's um, vendors listings that we're um, you know providing good data to inform Stav when he's talking to, to customers or to shape the way Stav um, you know sets his marketing campaigns up and all that sort of stuff. So um, yeah, look, it's it is a wonderful company to work for. I've been there just over nine years, um, and I've worked in both the commercial side of the business and the residential side and you know both both market leaders and, and really um, we pride ourselves on innovation um, I, I think taking taking our products um, you know getting feedback from the customer taking and shaping those products based on a lot of um, customer insights what they're wanting market changes I mean COVID's changed a hell of a lot so we've had to pivot um, and you know, I know O'Brien's and Stav's offices have really embraced technology, and it's and it's worked wonderfully well for them. But similarly, we have to make sure that we're providing um, a forum or a vehicle for you know digital inspections, um, online auctions. So we have to have functionality with the online auction providers, all that sort of stuff. And it it really has you know you would think. Has REA have people at REA been overly busy during COVID with the market shutdown? I'd say as busy as ever because we've had to sort of reinvent ourselves a bit and keep pace with what's happening in the market. Now, Scott, um, you mentioned the word customer uh, a lot, which I like. I like the word customer better than client. A question I've got for you and probably for all the listeners is, who do you consider to be your customer? Because you've, I mean, in real estate, I've got four dimensional customers. I've got the the uh, rental provider, the the tenant or the renter, the buyer, the seller. With your business, it's very different because you've got a vendor, you've got the uh, the viewer who looks at the property, and then you've got the agents. So who do you focus on as the customer? I mean, that, that's a very, really yeah. important question. Yep, yeah, and it's a great question, Stav, and, and it's sort of changed a little bit over time and, and sometimes depended on sort of who the CEO is, to, to be perfectly honest, but... I think we've our customer is is our um, if it's residential our residential real estate agents our property managers and and probably by extension the vendors or the landlords and uh, and they would be our customer our consumer is the property seeker um, and it is a real um, balancing act that we we maintain um, a good approach to both how we um, service our customers but equally how we engage our consumers who are using our site every day. We've, we've got to make sure that they're finding our site user-friendly. They're coming back time and time again. Um, we've got 12.9 million um, Australians who are using realestate.com.au monthly. So that, that's nearly half the population. And I think it's three quarters of the population over 50, 50 years of age uh, are actively using realestate.com.au. I think, and, and I've, 127 million um, visits during the month of July means that we're doing something right, but we can't rest on our laurels. We have to keep making the site user-friendly and engaging them. And um, so it's a long-winded answer, Stav, but our customer is effectively um, you, our, our residential real estate agent or our commercial agent or in developer, it's our um, media agencies who, are, and by extension, the developer, the end end. I suppose um, person who's uh, the company who's paying the the bills for the for the advertising, um, but equally we we pay uh, a lot of uh, attention to the consumer or the property seeker 
to make sure that they're coming back time and time again and getting what they're um, wanting from from their searches. Oh, such a good question, Stav. Mm. You read my mind there. Uh, this is Under the Hammer, thanks to Direct Connect. If you're an agent or property manager interested in using Direct Connect, give them a call on 1300 664 715 or head to the website directconnect.com.au. Our guest today is Scott Bremner, Senior State Sales Manager for realestate.com.au at the REA Group. Scott, I'm coming from the consumer side of things. So for people that have been listening to the last 40 or so episodes of Under the Hammer, you know, I just was obsessed by real estate, had one little property that I couldn't visit in lockdown. Suddenly I meet Stav, get a little bit real estate happy and, and a bit obsessed. And if you did analytics on my phone prior to buying my dream little uh, tree change property, which I'm now in in regional Victoria, I spent more time on realestate.com.au in 2020 than almost all of my social media apps combined. So from my point of view, like... I was just absolutely hooked, absolutely addicted because you guys were just serving me up everything I needed to actually turn a dream into a reality. And that that's what it is. So I have a very fond place in my heart for realestate.com.au because without that portal, there's just no way that I would be living in my dream property now. Is that the sort of feedback that you get? I mean, you deal with the numbers, the hits, the clicks, but you must be seeing people from all over the world even really using this in to the real estate market as something they depend on and are really seeking out to help them make a dream come true. Yeah, definitely, Jane. And, and, and I'm pleased we're able to help you out with your property needs. Um, but, but quite truly, throughout COVID, our audience numbers have not dipped at all. Um, and, and I think you can look at that in one of two ways and say, well, it's, it's, People have got more time on their hands, so they're sort of fascinated with what's happening in their suburb or, you know, there's a lot of tree change and seed change aspirations and, and all that sort of thing. But when, when we, and, and we can we can obviously measure who the, what the audience is doing on site and what their behaviours are, um, and, and we can tell if they're a sort of high intent uh, property seeker and, and, and inquiry is a really good benchmark of that, obviously. Inquiry... It, it dipped a little bit at times, but really our inquiry has stayed um, really strong and, and that's the mark of a, a pretty high intent engaged audience. Um, we, you know, we serve content on site as well. We, we pump out a lot of um, stories and content on Twitter and, and Facebook and Instagram. And, you know, there's a fascination and it's no secret to anyone listening to this that Australians have, have a, have a real hunger and um, uh, real appetite for property and, um, the more aspirational properties we can serve out, you know, that, that, that's helping our audience. But it's also, um, I think, filling a need for people who, who really want to see, you know, the, the latest and greatest and particularly if it relates to, you know, their search behaviours. Um, yeah, and, and it sounds like that was the case with you, Jane. So, um, you know, I think, you know, searching um, and having good search numbers is one thing, but getting that repeat search um, and, and people coming back time and time again and having that real high intent audience um, is, is fantastic. It means we're doing something right. But I think for Stav, if, if I go back to the customer, um, it means that the right people are looking at um, Stav's vendors' properties at the right time um, and competition is what it's all about. You know, the, the more eyeballs you've got uh, and on auction day, the more bidders you've got, um, that that should you know, mean optimal sales price um, for that vendor. And, and you know what they say about competition? 
competition breaks records in the Olympic swimming pool. So if you get competition, it can actually break records. Um, Scott, I've actually had the pleasure of coming uh, to the Richmond REA site. Um, and, of course, you're in the best suburb in the world. I, I, there's probably a good reason you chose to put the uh, <laughs> site in Richmond. But uh, Richmond, Victoria, that is. Um, you've got a world-class site there. And when I actually did the inspection of uh, you know, realestate.com in Victoria, you know, at the time it was open plan, uh, it was you know, hot desking, uh, and now with COVID that's come in, and, and the reason I'm asking this is because a lot of us went and copied and did the same sort of layout in our businesses. We made it you know, ultra modern, you know, really futuristic. And now uh, with the pandemic we've got and looking forward in living with uh, COVID, uh, we've all had to adjust and spend a lot of money. What's your direction at, uh, what are you guys going to do in the direction in with realestate.com? Because that's actually going to help a lot of the, the thought pattern and uh, of other real estate officers. What are you looking at doing there? Yeah, so you're, you're right, Steph. We, we've got very much an activity-based working uh, environment where you typically don't sit at the same seat, the, you know, two days in a row, and it encourages people to um, network and learn what other functions are doing. You know, you might sit next to a product person one time or a salesperson from another area of the business, you know, the next day. But um, we have, you know, COVID, COVID has obviously put a pause on, um, going to the office full stop at the moment. We've got a future of work uh, team who are looking at how we get back, uh, how we um, get people back into the office when when we're sort of allowed to, and, and and a lot of that will depend on vaccinations and all that sort of stuff. But um, you know, the, the intent is um, to have there will be hybrid working conditions. I think, and that you know that that we've done a lot of studies and people do like the fact that they can work from home, but a lot of people miss that connectedness and the interaction and those water cooler chats where you do learn a lot of, you pick up a lot of information in those informal discussions. And um, so we're, we're sort of at a point where, um, you know, we've got 800 people in our office in, in Richmond Stav, you've been there mm. and, and with, with the growth of our company, we actually bought, uh, and have built in the the adjoining street, Albert Street. So we've got a quite a funky little um, sky bridge that goes from one building to the next. And, and you know, it probably couldn't have come at a worse time, COVID, because now no one can use it. But we we envisage that you know, in time, we'll get the, we'll strike the right balance between hybrid working and having people back in, because that that bonding and connectedness is so important to to what we do and how people at REA and I think anywhere actually, how they, you know, it, it helps their creativity, it helps thinking and peer-to-peer um, -peer sharing and all mm. that sort of stuff. So um, it, it is a bit of a shame to see that beautiful big office that, that you know, can now accommodate over a thousand people sitting there idle, but um, we'll be back in there. And, you know, we, we love having customers like, you know, we, we get customer groups from all over Australia to come in and they'll hear from some of our product Heads of product, heads of technology, um, marketing, and and that they they love you know going through and having having a tour and um, we we can't wait for the days where we can do that again very shortly. You're right. We are wide for connection. That's uh, as humans, we we definitely are. And Scott, how has yeah, it been for you? I mean, based in Melbourne, but you're working across you know teams who are in 
three of the best places to be in the world at the moment, Tasmania, South Australia and Western Australia. How did their needs contrast to your teams in Victoria who were in the world's longest, toughest lockdown by all reports? Yeah, so at, at a point in time, we were all in lockdown early days in 2020. But um, and, and thankfully for my teams in, in WA and South Australia and TAS, um, they've been able to go about business pretty uh, quite normally and, and they're, they're enjoying face-to-face contact with customers and they're, they're in the office daily and, um, you know, tech technology. If I hadn't realised the power of Zoom before COVID, I certainly do now because uh, I dial into their team meetings. I have one-on-ones with my managers um, and, and, you know, they're, I think they're, I don't see them as lucky. It's, you know, it is what it is. They've enjoyed relative freedom compared to um, Victorians or, or now New South Welsh people. Um, and, and that being in front of customer versus Zoom is, is so important. I think Zoom fatigue, you know, we hear it time and time again, but um, I'd, I'd love to be fronting up to Stav's office and um, seeing him in person rather than over Zoom. And, and you know, we have to deliver critical information at times um, over Zoom. You, you, you sort of lose that ability to to really get the point across. And um, but but yeah. So again, long long winded answer. But teams in WA and and South Australia and, and Tasmania um, have been coping really well. And if not for Zoom, it'd be over the phone. But um, um, yeah, they're, they're they're getting on with business. And you know, their their markets we're, we're seeing really good. Um, markets in Western Australia, which has been depressed for a good 12 years, that, that that market has really picked up. South Australia is a really consistent market. There's no real peaks or troughs. And, and probably the same can be said for Taz. Tassie has had a rental vacancy rate of under 1% um, for, for a good sort of 12 months now. It's, it's You can't get a property down there for love nor money. But, um, um, yeah, so that, that, you know, it is it is... It's enjoyable when I can travel because I enjoy getting over to WA, SA, and 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 Tassie. But um, Zoom has has to be my best friend for those for those teams at the time for the time being. And as you've spoken so fondly about the company you work for, the REA Group, and and the team with you at realestate.com.au, you know, for anyone listening who's thinking. Oh, I'm really fascinated by the industry or I'd, I'd like a little bit of a change in my work. From someone who is in charge of a lot of people, Scott, could you give me some tips? You know, what do you look for in a new recruit for your team? If someone thinks they've got the passion and they want to work in, you know, as you say, uh, a company who's trying to really change the way that we all experience property and get involved when we're looking to buy or sell, you know, what would you sort of be advising? What are you looking for in a great team member? Great question, John. Yeah. And, and I do do a fair bit of recruitment. So for me, it's, it's less about the technical skills. So, you know, can they sell a, a premier oil package to Stav? No, you, you can learn that. Um, it's more, are they going to be a good cultural fit? Um, you know, have they got the energy, passion? Are they self-motivated? Um, you know, do they have good values? I'm less interested in, you know, their knowledge of the real estate industry. It always helps when they can hit the ground running. But, you know, people that are curious, people that are open-minded, I look for because our, our business changes rapidly, you know, as as Stav could attest to. Um, and, and there's stuff coming down the line at myself and my sales teams all the time. We, we never sit still. 
So if you've got a bit of a closed mind to, to that sort of stuff, you, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll get left behind very quickly at a place like realestate.com.au. So I think adaptability, curiosity, open-mindedness, energy, passion um, are, are some of the things I look for. And, you know, a no, I won't swear, no dickhead policy is, is a big one at REA. We, um, <laughs> we, we, we try to get the right people on board. Scott, um, it's interesting. Uh, I was listening on Channel 9 the other day that um, real properties hitting the internet is 70% down to two years ago. I mean, they're not going to measure it to last year because last year was still in the pandemic. And I'm talking to a lot of agents that are ringing me. They rang me on Monday. And it wasn't just O'Brien agents. It was the whole industry ringing me, seeing what we're going to do. Because they're saying, look, we've got a roadmap now. What we're looking at doing is holding properties back. Now, my advice, and I'd like to see your take on this, but my advice is a little hump in the roadmap is really, because we're so fragile at the moment, could set us in any direction. I don't sit on my hands, as you know. I like to deal with things today. I don't hold anything back because we don't know what tomorrow tomorrow will bring. And even though we've got this roadmap in place, things could change very, very rapidly because this is so unpredictable and none of us have been through this before. So I'm actually taking properties to market straight away because I know the supply isn't there, but the demand is there. But there's a lot of agents that are looking at holding things back, getting face-to-face, my my trap there is that there could be too much that comes on the market at once um, mm. and the prices could be affected. So my advice is take everything to market straight away uh, and get them on realestate.com as soon as possible. What's your advice? What, what's your take? I'm very aligned to that thinking, Stav. Um, in the last week, and, and inspections uh, were, were permitted to, to be um, undertaken for the first time in a long time as of Saturday, Saturday week, we saw a 64% week-on-week increase in inquiry. So it, it, that's enormous um, for Victoria. That, that That's enormous. So there are buyers out there, you know, and, and, and buyers have got very accustomed to uh, doing things online, whether it's online auctions, whether it's virtual inspections. Um, I, I would be, uh, and, and you're right, there's going to be a glut of stock coming on. You know, I, I speak to real estate agents across Melbourne all the time. There is a, going to be a surge in listings. Um, I, I would be getting in before that surge, but irrespective of when you get your property on the market, it is still a great time to get it um, on market because the buyer demand is is it's unabated and, and it's been really strong throughout the pandemic. There's just been such limited stock. I, and if I can just um, tell you a story of a friend, I'm in Surrey Hills. He's, he lives around the corner. He paid for his marketing. Um, and then we went into a lockdown, the most recent lockdown, and he was quite frazzled and said, oh, I'm going to take it off the market. I said, you've paid for the marketing. Um, keep it keep it on. Just see how it goes. I'm telling you what I'm seeing on our site is that there's a lot of buyers. Uh, he sold it two weeks before the auction, and it was about 90000 over um, their expectation. Now, that that's, I know, one story in isolation, but there is no good reason why you wouldn't be listing your property and taking it to market in the current environment with the amount of buyers that are out there waiting to pounce on stock. Um, you know, and, and at, at realestate.com where we're trying to encourage um, vendors to, to take that, take that step forward. Um, and, and as you would know, Stav, we've, we've got a, um, an offer whereby if you, if you uh, list your property, it will stay as a premier for the life of that listing at the moment. So should, should it fail to sell, 
it's not going to downgrade to a to a standard listing or an inferior product tier. It will stay as a premier, which, as we know, gets gets the most eyeballs and interactions and engagement. So, I I just think it's a you know wonderful time. Our our year on year buyer inquiry is up forty percent, but as I said, week on week it was sixty four percent. If any if there are any vendors out there who are sitting on the fence, it, it is a wonderful time to get take advantage of that buyer pool that is out there, which is, um, you know, phenomenal. And they know how to do things virtually. You know, everyone's accustomed to the online world these days. Yeah, and with, uh, you know, at some point, I guess, flights starting to open up, there are still a hang of a lot of Australians stranded around the world hoping to come back. So you would have to think that that will impact the demand as well, won't it, Scott? Oh, absolutely. I mean... Um, we, with expats and, um, you know, as, as you say, as international borders open up, you know, there'll be, there'll be more, more of a buyer pool. Um, and, and, you know, hopefully that supply and, and demand equation will balance out at some point and the, and the market will be more of a normal market. But at the moment, it, it's, it's a seller's market. There's just not enough sellers out there. Mm. Exactly, 100%. I noticed a couple of new little um, icons on the realestate.com.au website since I was looking last year, Scott. Research suburbs and track your property. So as soon as I saw the track your property, I was like, no intention of selling, but ooh, I wonder how much it's worth now. So do you think that consumers like myself, you know, people who are looking for a property actually want more data, more information and more reasons to validate perhaps a purchasing decision that could be interstate or, you know, across the country. They actually want to know what that suburb is tracking like, but also how the suburb they're thinking of selling in is is tracking as well. Oh, no, no doubt, Jane. And and that's one of the um, the real benefits of REA is is the data that we do get um, access to and, and, and we can track, you know, not only our consumer or property seeker data and tell you know, how often they're coming back and where they're looking. But, but we've got really good insights about particular suburbs, how, how they're tracking um, price growth expectations. Um, and, and that track your own property is a big one. But everyone wants to know what their property is worth, what the sort of short, medium and longer term um, expectations are around price growth. Uh, and, and we've had millions of people track their property. So that that's some of the added functionality and, and the features that we um, have, have built out for the consumer. Um, and that's, I think, one of the reasons why we do get a lot of return visitation. People are just fascinated with property. They want to know what the outlook is at a suburb, at a more macro level. Um, and and we, we have got a lot of that data. And, you know, where, where, where possible, we try and make it available. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad you're liking some of that functionality, though. <laughs> Love it. Well, we better let you go, Scott. I know you're a very busy man. Finally, uh, any hacks, any life tips? How the heck have you managed over the last year and a half doing what you do at realestate.com.au? Any work-life balance, you know, genius inspiration you can share with us? <laughs> yeah, it, it's a really good question, Jane. I, um, I, I'm, as Steph will probably attest to and laugh at, I'm a pretty simple bloke. I, I've, I love my football, love my you know, wife and two daughters. And um, what, what I've found that works for me though, I get up at six, depending on, you know, what day of the week, 5.30 or six o'clock. And I go for a seven kilometre walk every morning with my staffy, and, and I've got two mates who I meet out on Elga Road. And we, um, during COVID, one of us had to walk the other side of the street. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll just say that. Um, 
but that that gets us out. That gets me out and about. It sort of gets gets my mind um, thinking a bit earlier than most people are even up. Um, so I'm 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 sort of back. I've had my Vegemite sourdough toast. I've had my cup of coffee um, shower, uh, and I'm and I'm usually at my desk at eight o'clock. So I think structure having having a good structure um, has really helped me out. You know, I, and and not to sound like I'm any sort of hero because we're all doing it, but you know, sometimes you can have upwards of six, seven, eight Zoom meetings a day, and that gets pretty tiring. So I think you do need to have a bit of time out. Um, and one of the other things with with realestate.com.au and REA, they, they're not clock watchers. They, they will say, you know, um, we, we know, you know, you're doing it tough and during lockdowns particularly, things are hard. They've given us days of paid leave. Um, we've got a, uh, we've got a, um, every Friday after 12 midday from, I think, December 1 till the end of February, it's called Summer Fridays, where they, get, if, if provided all our work's done, we don't have any meetings or deadlines to hit. You, you can use that time for self-development. You can use it to hit a golf ball, um, do yoga, whatever it is. Um, so I think taking advantage of stuff like that is really important. Um, family is so important, you know, so just going for walks, regular walks, making sure your kids are off screens where possible. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're some of the things that have worked for me. Music has got me through a lot of COVID. I'm, I'm a bit of a born in the mid seventies. So I, I like some of the older music that my daughters roll their eyes at, but, um, I think music gets me through it. And, and this week I'm listening to SEN, like my life depends on it. So <laughs> I, um, with, with the demons and, and I'm in a WhatsApp punters club group and I've got no idea how to punt, but, um, I'm known as Scotty from Surrey Hills because I have been known to ring up SEN and <laughs> um, berate my football team when they haven't been playing so well. So um, I'll have to eat humble pie if Simon Goodwin gets the cup because I gave him a fair old serve a couple of years ago. But, um, uh, yeah, that, hopefully that gives you a bit of a sense for what's kept me uh, going during COVID. Oh, I love, love it. it. Who Love are you it. tipping, Stav? Is it going to be the Bulldogs or oh, the Dees? How many points? I'm, I'm not. I'm not tipping. I'm, <laughs> I'm not tipping because I love both clubs. They're both Victorians. Uh, I love uh, Scotty from Surrey Hills. I think that's great. <laughs> Do you remember Wayne from St Albans when when we were uh, yes. off three yeah. XY days? <laughs> Wayne from St Albans, Scotty from Surrey Hills. Ah, yeah. uh, your story is out. Of course, we yeah. are recording under the hammer in the Sports yeah. Entertainment Network studios here in Melbourne. Uh, Scott Bremner from REA Group and RealEstate.com.au. Thank you so much for your time. Another Zoom meeting in your very hectic schedule, but it's it's been really great to hear about a company who is not only managing with such a huge shift in the way that real estate has been a part of our lives over the last 18 months, but also by the sounds of it, you know, recognising that companies do have a responsibility to employers and that there are these things that we can we can do. And I love the idea of the uh, the summer, what did you say, the summer Fridays? Summer Fridays, yeah. <laughs> I like that. That sounds fantastic. So really inspiring to chat with you. And I am tipping the Ds for the grand final by two goals. And I know you're tipping them and all the best on Saturday. Thank you so much. It's been great to, great to be on this podcast and um, happy to do it again very soon. Yeah, we might have to check in with you soon. Uh, Stav, have a fantastic weekend. It yes. sounds like you're going to be busy. Three auctions on grand final yep. day and five on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I'll, oh. Look, before we go, I do have a stat. I've been following uh, the sales every week. 
And at the moment, Queensland's on a trend that they're going to catch Victoria. Uh, We're 14,000 sales ahead for the year so far, but it's going to be cut short to 7,000 sales. That's the trend at the moment in Queensland. Uh, Victoria did actually increase their sales, 1,241 sales for the week. So we're moving on the way up, but Queensland is really just flying. Oh, everyone so, wants to be in yeah. Queensland at the moment. Well, we've got our roadmap, and look, with uh, fingers crossed, this time next year we'll have a grand final back in Melbourne and we will be well on the way to road to recovery from the pandemic. Uh, if you've got a question for us, you can email the podcast, podcast at sen.com.au. You can find links to connect with Stav and to the realestate.com.au team in the show notes to this episode. And we must thank Direct Connect, of course. They make moving easy and they can help you out if you're an agent or a property manager interested in using Direct Connect. Just ease a little of that pressure. Give them a call, 1300 664 715 or head to directconnect.com.au and we'll talk to you soon right here on Under the Hammer. Thanks for listening to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715. Shana Blaze here. Join me on my podcast, Homestyle. We provide the ideas and inspiration you need for your home, DIY design projects, and expert advice. Red Energy's podcast lifestyle series, available from wherever you get your podcasts and the SEN app.